0: <laughs> jerk practice sketch boys love to reminisce yeah
1: should old pod tins be forgot we are back in the room of failure
0: famous <laughs> wedding <laughs> podcast i forgot about that
1: we are back in the deer room coming at you with soda jerks the um what what would it how would you uh, – well, oh boy, I'm not starting out great. Um, what is a podcast if it's semi every couple months and then maybe not for quite a few months? Lazy. <laughs> Perfect. Lazy. Yeah. There it was. There's Vernzy J. What was it last time? Vernzy, Vernzy J? <laughs> Johnsy Vern? <Burns>? Johnson
0: Vernal. <laughs> home slice. Uh, back with Soda Jerks. Side pod. Side pod in it. Down in SC in the swampland. Oh, so gnarly. But so much fun out here. Yeah. Like, you and I were just saying, well, not if we had this when we were kids. As we have this, as adults, this is a ridiculous place to be.
1: We were shooting guns, throwing rods into the soil. Uh, <laughs> Johnny uh, Set that one up. Johnny, Johnny disturbed the wasp's nest. <laughs> Or was more, uh, 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 let me think.
0: Uh, I was goaded into ringing a bell with a wasp's nest inside of it. <laughs> and not a single adult here hesitated to do it. Not Everyone cheered, Johnny, go ring the bell. And mm-hmm. then afterwards, your nephew let me know that there was a wasp's nest inside of the bell.
1: So not only were you goaded... Uh, uh, the disappointment stopped anybody from even revealing
0: how close you came <laughs> well, that's the other thing is with this territory for as much fun as there is down here I feel like everything is da- we've talked about this everything is dangerous oh
1: everything's waiting to get you down By
0: here you? as literally as we
1: talk I'm scratching my <laughs> leg like a like a well drug addict but I'm just I have no uh what's the word I'm looking for? Zero control. A control. I just I will scratch my leg down to the bone.
0: And the first thing you said is not to touch this, and that's my natural inclination. I just want to play with this microphone.
1: Yeah, just get it. We so we're set up a bit haphazardly. Ooh, basically with just This is the,
0: professional for an operation involving you and me. That's this true. is this actually is pretty because
1: we had just enough, like, you know, or to set up the pod, just enough money to put the podcast together. That doesn't mean it's going to look professional, but the equipment exists. It's like one time Johnny and I, did we already talk about how, uh, so we were going to build a, did I introduce the pod? Yeah, Soda Jerks. Soda side Jerks, hack. Yeah. Um We were convinced that we were going to turn the shed in my backyard into uh, our living
0: into our homes for the rest of our lives yep we were we're gonna live there it wasn't even a fort it was just we're moving to Hans's garage we moved all of his dad's hard work out of it which was stacks and stacks and stacks of cut firewood right yeah he had to be so (laughs) furious he just came home from work one day and these two idiots are emptying the firewood out of his garage onto his wet lawn on the side say, of yeah. it like he spent years drying this stuff it's perfectly cut it's perfectly stacked everything is ready to go all he has to do whenever he wants to start a fire inside just run out grab a handful of and fire we wood. had to start fires and in high inside yeah because you
1: <laughs> we, we could not we weren't allowed to turn the heat on
0: <laughs> so we had it we had a, an idea for a fort and uh hans was and maybe still is, I don't know, a big Chicago White Sox or maybe just Frank Thomas fan at the time. Right, um, And yeah. the plan was to call it Kaminsky, which was <laughs> uh, later in life we would find so funny because he could never call it Kaminsky. He called it Kaminsky. <laughs> <laughs> he inserted an N into it. But we wanted to build, like, bunks in this thing and turn it into a full working house. Uh, I had designs to put reversible poster boards up on the wall. So you, one side you could have like some athlete or entertainer or movie. And then on the other side, there'd be some hot bikini <laughs> oh, babe yeah, or sure. something.
1: Sure. The blinds, you put something on the blinds. So when you shut it, right. it's exactly. a set of boobs that we
0: drew. Oh, <laughs> well, and the, the, what would you say? The, the big centerpiece, the focal point of what was going to be our fort was the phone? we needed a phone with an answering machine. And we raked yards to try and get it, and we never we. A lady gave us a check for raking her yard. Fifteen, yeah, about fifteen bucks. 10, 15. It I, took
1: us nine hours to rake her. Lawn, I don't even I'm think sure. we finished. <laughs>
0: yeah, you don't give the check early. Two of us that's didn't finish the job. She, I'm she just going to bank on that. that. About. Yeah, we were going to get an answering machine because I had a lot of people
1: and we didn't even Call like us. we so here's so in retrospect so we went to the shadiest of st- like a some kind of like recycled appliance store downtown whereas we could have went to a in our hometown's like a shopco or a walmart or one of
0: the 30 thrift stores in town
1: thrift stores well wow. yeah. yeah how what are we poor by a used phone <laughs>
0: We did. (laughs) And we were.
1: But that's the thing. So we didn't go to like a Walmart to buy what a phone and answering machine probably then was $20. We went to a recycled appliance store with their sign written in pen and bought a refurbished phone and answering machine for thirty five (laughs) Eight
0: eight bucks more than it would have cost easily.
1: No cords. no, No realization with how phones work. And how...
0: Telling of what it would lead to because yeah, Hans can't stop scratching his legs; he's <laughs> still just rubbing them raw. How telling of what it would what we would become? We got it because it had the little cassette tape that you'd put in, and the big thing was we wanted to be able to record the outgoing message something of cool and funny. Cut to twenty five years later, we have a we're on a podcast, guessing, so right. we yeah. And yeah, the fur, the furthest we got was purchasing the answering machine and moving out all the firewood before your dad Did we like, not
1: have a phone to hook up to it? Did no, it not... Oh, it was just an answering machine.
0: Just just an answering machine. <laughs> didn't even have a phone line. <laughs> That's what I mean. Out there. there it was, wasn't
1: like there was electricity or anything out the there. The only
0: one that was going to call me was you. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's no reason I we could needed just it. You see us
1: sitting around this shed. Just looking With at our a phone answering machine just, yeah.
0: and our dog whistle.
1: Oh yeah, we bought a dog whistle because yeah. we wanted to attract dogs to the uh, Kaminski Park. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the reason for the dogs? Why did we want to antagonize or attract? What is the, the better question? We were what like, what does a dog whistle accomplish? It 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 pains
1: dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't getting any dogs. No, 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 no. If anything, it would have like just caused. Bigger dogs to come over and be like, "Where is they?" I'm used to that dog whistle, you punk. So yeah, so I don't know. I think no, but what what it was is we were we're just too behind the times. Or all our friends are like, "Hey, did you see the new Super Nintendo?" Like, and we're like, "We want to get us a hound dog, <laughs> one of our very own, <laughs> wanted to follow me to school. Wait for me."
0: But why? I just don't get... I can't remember that part of our obsession with the dogs. Why we wanted a dog gang to follow us around. Was that tough? Was that cool? Well, we were concerned with neither because that wasn't happening. So right. Just harebrained ideas.
1: I don't know. I, uh, well, what we were doing was manufacturing friends.
0: With dogs. Like, that's all it was. That's a better, that's the best explanation possible. And gives us probably a lot more credit than we deserve.
1: Yeah, that's true. We didn't know, it's subconscious, we didn't know we were so lonely. Right. Because we had each other which just, unbeknownst to the laws of humanity, like, two lonelies... Don't make an unlonely. Well, They just make a sadness bowl.
0: <laughs> they just reflect each other's loneliness <laughs> yeah. back onto each other.
1: It's like looking in the mirror and well, hating
0: yourself. I, I do remember, eventually, we got a friend. Um, so Hans went to a different school than I did. I think we've covered that. But we got a friend at Hans's school, Adam, mm-hmm. um, to join us in our, uh, like our dream of having Kaminsky. But I want to say it got renamed, and when it did... We just uh, dropped it. it entirely and just decided we would at least still hang out. Just we didn't have a fort, I wanna say. Adam was involved eventually in this process. I'm sure, yeah. We roped him into it and he, you know, was and still is just leagues cooler than us. So oh, yeah. Tolerated without, it. Without I think even it is the best.
1: trying. Like Yeah. Like the th- it's like he's one of those guys and we've talked about him cool. a lot. Uh, well, he just goes with his own Rainbow, that's not a thing. <laughs> Take two. Try another one. He rolls with his own boulders, you know, like, or he rolls his own boulders up his own hill, like he. None of these. <laughs> what is it? He he sings to his own tune.
0: That's beat of one. a different drummer.
1: No beat of his own drum. <laughs> it's beat of his own drum. Title. Uh. Uh. So no. anyways so like, it's not traditionally stuff you would think people our age would think is cool go back just a few minutes ago to thinking having a hound dog is equated to what maybe people our own age at the time would think having the new gaming system but adam so i like lived with him he was one of our best friends all growing up and then i lived with him after we moved to minneapolis and we're going to school but like so where i'm getting at like like he'd just be like guys check it out i just spent the last 72 hours learning and perfecting the charleston And so if I do that, I'd be run out of town, but he'd do it and he'd like break out of the Charleston. And then without, if you blinked, he'd be playing a guitar behind his back while doing it.
0: And did it with the confidence of a person who could actually say it, like say, this is cool and I know it and no one's going to question me on it. Like he did the same thing. I think he got us all into later on in high school. He got us into pool. We would go play lots of pool at the pool hall and he was the guy that. I think his pool stick has made it onto the podcast. Oh, sure a it has. About a, a fight story out at, at the granary. But he was the guy who bought a pool stick and was just like, pool's awesome. I don't care what you think. I'm going to play pool. Do you guys want to come with? I'll allow you to come along. Right. And we were just junkies for it after the first so much fun trip to the pool hall.
1: But also weird. Like, it is, again, a throwback. Like, we're going back to 1950s. Be- like, to me, it would... It blew my mind now. I think just times in that little amount of time has changed. If you walk into a pool hall and there's four 14-year-olds chain-smoking Winston Reds pool sharking. That's so insane to me.
0: Well, pool sharking isn't the – I don't know if you were describing us or the actual 1950s because <laughs> right. I know that. I believe that that's how we probably viewed ourselves at that time. Right, sure, sure. But every adult in that place was just like, would you stop dropping the balls on the floor? Oh, yeah, and sure, And we sure. were the idiots that couldn't handle ourselves and he knew actually what he was. He was a guy who like we knew the rules snooker. of Snooker. It was yes. Snooker. That's what we played because... Which snook- is such a hard game it, if you're not it's, familiar. Yeah. It's pool, but the table's bigger, the holes are smaller and to hit a regular ball in, you have to first hit a red ball in and it's... There's just too much to it.
1: I think the reason we chose it as well is, and I'm not saying we're above a certain station at all, but we are. It was the farthest table away oh, from not. anybody else playing right. pool in that pool
0: oh. And I think eventually they saw us coming and the employees would just start filling in the tables in between us with games when they knew we were, you know, about to be there or would come <laughs> and relegate us to the snooker table because that was... You know, at the furthest end of the pool hall, and we weren't going to ruin anybody else's game on that.
1: Yeah, other than we got pushed there, I think. Yeah, we got we got corn in the back, but in retrospect, other than like the smoking thing, which again has changed, I don't think kids are into that the way we were. It's kind smoking of smoking cool. cigarettes. Yeah, I think I kids have smartened up a little bit, don't you think?
0: I don't think kids are into anything that we would have. Y- yes, is the short answer. It's not. Uh, it's not dangerous enough. It's not. Like just the harms of smoking right now are lame. That's that's not cool to them. They don't.
1: So what uh, are they doing? Putting tampons at the butt.
0: It's the Tide Pod generation. They're the ones that are. And that's uh, maybe trademarked. By
1: the way, I've talked about on this podcast. We are way ahead of them because we whiskey trained with Tide detergent straight up. This, perfect callback because that was Adam's deal we came over one day and I guess this kind of takes the cool cred away a little bit <laughs> there never was any
0: oh to, Ad, no, yeah, sorry. to Adam, sorry, there's to Adam. definitely cool cred with Adam but not with maybe us maybe
1: every once in a while he had his uh, lapses because I did come over and I was like, generally there was just always a bottle of Sirdix whiskey and Sirdix is a store that was in Minneapolis that actually had their own store brand, which in retrospect doesn't really happen that often with like small I think they just put their own. They would get their own label licensed yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh so anyways there'd always be a jug of surdix and we went over and they were they had already whiskey trained out. So without missing a beat, just grabbed the tide off the uh uh No. And we'd all just we were all just drinking laundry detergent.
0: this was when you lived in Minneapolis? Yeah. Who I mean it went like around.
1: We were all just an ounce, two ounce, maybe three ounce total. <laughs> Why didn't anyone stop you? There was no adults in the area. This is the same room where it was like, we're in a basement. We got beery bottles. Let's break them. Smash them. So we just literally smashed case after case of beer bottles and then just went, well, that room's done. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh.
0: So what happened with the, who got sick off the detergent? Nobody. How? I don't think you have to fear detergent anymore. Really? I think bleach. You should avoid the bleach. Oh, okay. That's maybe the big difference. I don't know. I've never looked into it, but I just remember. It was just like
1: silky soap, right? Didn't that what they did in the 50s? Wash people's mouths out?
0: Maybe did you do, um, did you take, what's the, I'm so dumb, uh, fabric softener.
1: It was not fabric softener. It was Like that too. would be any
0: safer. I don't know what in my brain went <laughs> that just, route. I mean,
1: well, from the commercials and the one I hate the most, which is the waitress who's actually claims to wash her uniform, which I call bullshit on. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> There's 10 years worth of stains on it right. and you decided just now to wash it. No.
1: Uh, but she complains about her detergent being 98% water. So maybe that's why we got away with drinking
0: so much Tide because it's mostly what's Still, Rip isn't two percent lethal? <laughs> well, we had, so we had other friends who um, were like going into the service of some sort, like armed services, who wanted to pass drug tests late in high school. Who were like, "Oh, all I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna do a detergent bomb. I'm gonna drink Tide." Or I remember hearing about this. Do okay. you not? No. Huh. I, I seem Makes to sense. remember maybe it was kids maybe I came up with you I pass for drug tests if you basically poisoned yourself
1: <laughs> Probably Didn't detergent. I hear this story Didn't we have a teacher who was potentially getting drafted into Vietnam so he just ate as much salt as possible near lethal dose and they tested his like urine or kidney. and they're like urine renal kidney failure <laughs> we can't take you.
0: That sounds familiar, but so, I don't remember who it would be.
1: I feel like that might have been Shep, or he wasn't old enough for that.
0: No, no, that wouldn't have been. If, if anything, that that object, would have been like a conscientious objector or something. He would yeah. have never done something so unhealthy. He's the, like the idea of physical fitness. Doesn't he swim? Yeah, Swims he's a like lot? a fish,
1: yeah. Yeah. A dirty swimmer. He's a
0: healthy dude.
1: We uh, um, drink and tide, health. I don't know. We're unhealthy. You're drinking your fifth whiskey for the day and I'm on my <laughs> the, Second, the end the of my third, pot maybe. of pasta. <laughs> pot of pasta? See? <laughs> I'm on my third pot of pasta today.
0: Not words. Not words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what were we doing today? We were rinsing poop off of oysters. Stinky oysters. How did we get that job? They're like, like this... uh Hans and Johnny are having a conversation.
0: I think it's, com- it's justified that we got that job because we couldn't damage very much with a hose. That's true. Um, everyone was socializing, would not want to be interrupted to clean the poopy mud off of the oysters that were going to be eaten. Um, and it was the one thing we could we could and probably should do to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, worst case scenario, we damage some
1: food? I guess so. I mean... We didn't do a great job, so I think everybody right about now will be getting the bathroom. Hear bathrooms. them retching
0: in the background.
1: <laughs> uh, I didn't know oysters. I didn't know that was a good old. Because I'm just looking at it, and to me, it's just it's amazing and fascinating how we come to eat the foods we eat. You know what I mean? Sure. So those look like like I ate my first. Well, it's like those look like fungied toenails.
0: Yeah, I think that was your words, was these look like nature's toenails.
1: Nature's toenails. But, and they're not easy to
0: eat, and nope. also there's not a lot of food. And do you know why someone ate them? I can almost promise you, if you were walking around, like people to first settle this area, or people who settled it after the original people settled it, and we kicked them out maybe, uh, either saw animals trying to eat them, but yeah. my, my original guess would be ate them out of spite for what they did to their feet or tripping on them or being stuck in the mud. Just, oh, I hate these things. Trying to torture them and then just being like. Like I'm put gonna- them on a fire and see them open. Yeah. And then just decide, oh, that's a thing. It's better than detergent. Right. No, <laughs> I,
1: hey, I, if, if I were the first man to try and discover foods people could eat, no man. No podcast. Wouldn't exist. That's nope. It. Nope. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, the things people do before they could finally figure out how to grow food. (laughs) Eats
0: a piece (laughs) of vegan cheese. (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, we were... uh, We found the best vegan cheese. I found good vegan cheese. Cheesecast.
1: Cheesecast, but the worst... Trademark. They're like, uh, vegan cheesecast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can discuss the two brands of vegan cheese that are edible.
1: Right now, the one guy who is sucking on ribs in his basement who actually listens to this podcast is slowly shutting off his player with a rib bone no one's <laughs> made it this far <laughs> Oh, no, you're no. done oh uh yeah so we are potting from the infamous wedding pod room because we're down da- johnny's down here we had a big oyster shucking festival with the two numshucks right <laughs> here running the show <laughs> taking tickets Taking names, serving Parking beers, cars, serving beers. The rumor is Johnny was trading beers for pulled pork cups. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pin that for later. That's a great story. Uh, what else? We set up tents and tables. We we lugged around. We we helped. We did. Is what I, I tell myself. Useful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel sore too.
0: I feel very. I lifted more kegs than I've ever lifted in my life. I'm feeling very sore in both my arms. I am a weak. Hans pushed a keg onto me. Let's back that up for a minute. So last night, after we get done with the festival, which was a, the festival itself is just a blast and it's packed with people, and there's live music and oysters and we have undersold the oysters. The oysters are actually really good. I've tried them before. I just I'm not a big oyster guy. I, I oh, would still no, 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 eat them. No, no. But I, the oysters are. I was just awesome. being
1: spiteful because somebody made me do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and didn't make me asked.
0: <laughs> Hans was uh, guarding the gate, taking tickets. Guarding the gate? No, you were at the front gate. Yeah, you me and would Mark not... Furman.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I just had a fun officer who, uh, you know, might listen to this. So no, uh, just a you know, every, and I say you meaning an intense rib, eater, rib eater in the basement right who's now clicked it back on because he's had another bourbon and now he's full of rage and he's hoping that i say my address <laughs> um now just you know classic shift oh so you work in what department oh that's really interesting is police officer oh that's fascinating oh my god you're you're bringing a a, a murder trial on monday oh 90 of uh people convicted of murders are black oh, 90% are guilty? It's like, oh my God, no. Just take that shit. And again, that's just because I have pure rube over my head because I feel like my immediate response in my head says, don't let people talk like that. Call them out. Do the right thing. Say, hey, no, you're being racist. Notice I preface that with, that's the voice in my head screaming for me to grow a pair of oysters and, and say something. Say that's wrong. And then what happens is my arms cross and I go, Well there you go. <laughs> 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 Which is my stock answer to anything. Heck Just, of a protest. Oh there you go. I'm gonna go get another Dr. Pepper. And but then my head goes, Don't offer that racist one.
0: <laughs> spit in that Dr. Pepper. No. You know why people say that to Specifically to you and me, why they're comfortable saying anything like that to us.
1: Because there's a like domination. What are we path. gonna do?
0: Right, exactly. What are you and I gonna do beyond verbally? I mean, like physically, they feel safe because my wrists go all the way to my shoulders. <laughs> and if they want to say something like that, and n- not a person that's ever said something like that to you or me, I would suggest, I would think is ever concerned about the physical repercussions of what we might do after we think which is maybe fine i don't want to be i don't want to be the intimidating person i guess but i i just got to think that people feel super safe saying whatever they want to it around us feel any like that. Time. yeah sure yeah that's and a, it that's works both ways assessment. too i get the s- nicest strangest weirdos that come up to me and are just like at a concert, I had a man come up and be like, hey, how's it going? What do you think of, uh, I think I was at Ray Lamonte. What do you think of Ray Lamonte?" And I was like, oh, really cool show, strange man. Awesome, awesome to meet you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, good to meet you too. Can I borrow your glasses for the show? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I know they sit back and think like, who can I ask? Who can I ask? Who can I ask? And then see me, and it's the same reason. DJ Ten Bear was able to get up off okay. his porch and, porch and chase me for three blocks, being a full foot shorter than me. I'm not gonna do anything to anyone it's in any sort of factor. fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, so, anyways, that, that you was your encounter at the at the festival oh, with Yeah. The last helping.
1: person the last person that approached me and actually Henning uh, at a concert. So we do we are approachable people at concerts, but the last person that approached us just approached and said, I'm an alien. How are you? I think you're robots. Let's hang out.
0: That's so strange that you would mention that. I had a oh, you're not even gonna believe me. it's basically the same story except a couple jobs back I'm sitting under a tree reading a book <laughs> on my lunch because I was so depressed about work, work I had to like just
1: playing your dog whistle under <laughs> your tree.
0: <laughs> it's literally the saddest
1: scene. That's, this book's the bestest book.
0: That's almost cooler than what I was doing. I was laying on my back, reading a book in a public park just because I was going to lose my mind at work. And I took my lunch break, laid down, put my iPod in, quit reading the book at some point, and was just kind of snapping along to the music because I knew no one no one else was around for right. miles. And it's this public park in Sioux Falls. and Is I that just, where the Sioux Falls... Is the yeah we have a fall we have Falls Park is in Sioux Falls. That's
1: where the Sioux Falls is. Yeah, right. There is a falls.
0: Yeah, it's where they started. There was this mill that was there that um they basically swindled people into believing that the river was more powerful than it was. I love it. And they built a community around the mill. They formed off of the swindle. So
1: they literally conned people into going there by claiming they had enough
0: water to go right. around. Dammed it up for like three days or something. And then when investors came in, slowly released, broke apart the dam <laughs> and they were like, see th- how big and beautiful the waterfalls are. You could put a mill in there and you'd be able to run a successful operation for years. And so they invested all the money, started the mill. And I think somehow it still, ran- it still operated. It was oh, enough to be Just a little like, slower- Yeah. Their textiles
1: didn't come out at the exact speed they wanted to.
0: Well, and now it's just all hog runoff. So there's no mill and there's no need to... Is
1: there a hog farm in in Sioux Falls? Our
0: entire river is egg runoff. They don't even... They literally... There were times when... uh, I want to say it was two or three years ago where it flooded. And they... um, The the town was flooding and they had to just jettison a bunch of wastewater into the Mm -hmm. um, river at the time. And... I want to say, I could be totally wrong. I could. I want to say the decision was they were comfortable doing that, even accepting the fine for it, if there was a fine. I don't remember the details entirely, because basically everything that was flooding into the river anyways was already agricultural runoff. Which from, means poop, right? Yes. Well, poop and fertilizer and lots of nitrates. Isn't
1: poop fertilizer?
0: Yeah. But, I mean, some of it is. It isn't poop that fertilizes the ground. It's actual like nitrates that are... In the, the poop. Chemicals that what you put. What are the little white balls in fertilizer? <laughs> <laughs> or is I... that just potting soil? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like that bag of potting soil that's out. I'm looking out on the deck looking at it. And that's
1: place. to my back. I'm not just yeah. looking at things to talk about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh, how do we get on this? Well, yeah, I think that's just. Is that styrofoam? No, I think those is that are. that filler? Those are the. Nutrient balls? <laughs> no answer I have should be believed anyways. Why would I give one? It's not, I think it's, that's the nutrients. That's the nitrates in it is what I'm guessing. Okay. But it's an uneducated guess. So, Cause why isn't it just all white balls? Would that be too much?
1: Oops. All, all nitrates <laughs> grow. Like it'll grow like that stuff in uh Pee Wee's big top. Right. Did you ever see that? Wasn't allowed.
0: I, I, I got no, to see, the, I got to see the first Pee Wee. And for some reason, my parents at the time, put their foot down on the second one and I don't know why. I Probably know why. just money.
1: And no, it's there's one scene that even made me and <laughs> they didn't want to pay that rental fee? Is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was one of the movies that I really, at the time, it was the year that I had just been introduced to. This is what a movie theater is. And so I wanted to go in the theater because oh, my neighbors Oh, you mean you remember
1: it. when it came out to the yeah, theater? I thought it was a video the release.
0: I think it was in the theater. Oh. I was upset that I didn't get to go to it. Like <laughs> that's the probably like the best explanation upset? possible. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> that was probably the best explanation possible is that my parents explained it wasn't ever in theaters. <laughs> and you can't go, you idiot. And I just went, why won't they let me?
1: There's, I think, well, if it is a content reason, it's because... And in red, like I, it always made me uncomfortable. Is just because at at one point, so Pee Wee's, the goal of Pee Wee's agriculture, he works on a farm, is he's created some type of drip drop device, a, a solution. God, I'm an idiot. Pee Wee has a farm in this movie. He lives on a farm, and a circus comes to town. And has to, like, gets a circus comes to town and gets run out of town. He's like, screw it. Come live with me on my farm. And we'll put on the best circus that nobody can refuse. Okay. So what he's working on on the farm, though, he's like an agricultural scientist, is he's created a solution to make things grow, like, ten times their size. And I'm, I'm going to be spoilers here. Uh, so he puts them on a set of cantaloupes and makes this big and they grow real time right so it's sped up he makes a set of butt cantaloupes and then he puts them on he's created a hot dog tree and he grows these hot dogs right next to it so you're lying to me I'm not I'm not and then
0: spoilers the goal you're not spoiling Pee (laughs) Wee's big top for anyone he
1: realizes that he can reverse the solution and he puts it on the hot dog and makes mini hot dogs he's like oh my god so what he does is he invites all the townspeople over that ran the circus out gives them all kool-aid with the solution in it and it shrinks them all down one shrinks into dust and diamond by the way pre say by the bell and they fall in love with the circus again because they have the constitution of children the imagination of children so they Unbelievable. love the circus but maybe that's why they didn't want you to see it because he he made a big wiener and a big set of bazoons. Well, I do. I,
0: I do think part of it. They said something about it was a little mature, like sexually. Not those words. Obviously, oh, you know is not how they described because it to a five f- year old. Yeah, I get it. year old
1: Why did your parents watch this movie? This they is heard. like before the internet, where you had like parental check. Yeah, websites. I don't.
0: I don't know how, but they heard. So that someone, someone they knew, took their kids to it, and they were like, "This Pee-wee movie is kind of pervy." Which, I mean, guess was kind of telling for the rest of Paul rubin's life but it's like when my I was
1: so we I didn't grow up with the most amount of money so we got to go school shopping and which was fine in retrospect we had like we get like 40 bucks to buy clothes and shoes for school and I went to the Jc penny or my mom would take me to the Jc in that year which must have been sixth or seventh grade they were selling nine inch nail shirts and green day shirts so that's what I was going to get I was like, music guy is going to get a Nine Inch Nails shirt, who I
0: didn't know who they were. To clarify, you had this idea, or your parents were like, that's all you're getting?
1: No, they just gave me, like, 40 bucks, or they would oh, allow to, to spend $40 okay. on clothes, so, like, a pair of pants and Was a this pre-fashion and... show or post? <laughs> this would have been post. Uh, the Z Cavarici line had already run out. Um, I have never... I cannot believe they only gave us 10% off. That's, like... That's less than if we... Just use the doorbusters deal at Herberger's that day,
0: and I believe anyone that just showed up that day got ten percent off just that, for showing up. That viewed the fashion show, it was almost like an apology. Yeah, we'll like, give you fifteen percent. Sorry, you had In to fact, see that as an
1: apology. They got to get they got to see behind two way or one way two way mirrors our disappointment, as they said. Not only is your <laughs> the clothing you wore not free, we're going to charge you more. You're like oh thank God those models are like getting as their an apology
0: they got to witness our shame yes yes yeah. uh, uh,
1: That's a and great we idea. even gave them we gave them extra I can already picture with the spin high five I'm picturing. that we missed we did miss we well I grabbed your wrist um, <laughs> with the pull down <laughs> to
0: support me from falling off the stage I'm guessing I, did we have a choreographer
1: there that was like don't do it I picture like like. You know,
0: we actually Trouble had a lot. We had a person there encouraging us to do something different in the middle of because you went up in twos, you know, do something a little fun, a little different in the middle of the stage on your way passing each other, and we were like, "We got this," <laughs> and planned a spin move high five. I probably almost fell. Hans grabbed my wrist instead of high fiving me. a
1: shotgun pump.
0: Ugh. I wish we had. Footage of that. Yeah,
1: why? Because our parents are so shamed. Like, come on.
0: Shamed? They were pumped that they got 10% off.
1: Well, no. My, they were under the, at least my parents were under the impression that there would be a bigger discount because I had really? to fight to get the clothing, which in retrospect is like, oh my God. We did not have Herberger's money. Let's just put it that way. And they were like, no. He actually went through with something. He and Johnny took their own initiative. Elbowed their way into something. Did something
0: on a Saturday. <sighs> Let's go into their college funds. <laughs> <laughs> mine specifically said, what you can pick out. We want to see it because um, their rule was that they wanted me to be able to wear it to church.
1: You, you got green jeans.
0: I got green, <laughs> skin-tight, Zeke
1: cheese I got blue. Ugh. But not like blue jeans. These were like...
0: Like dyed uh, like uh, an abnormal blue. Like if you put your hand on him for too long, your hand would be blue afterwards.
1: How do we get on the fashion show?
0: You went to JCPenney with school money. You were going to get a 9-inch nail shirt. Green Day shirt. They ring up the Green Day shirt
1: to hand her the 9-inch nail shirt. And she goes, ho, 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 Uh, ma'am, do you know what your son is buying here? She doesn't. I'm sorry, what? She's These stopping. are devil worshippers, and I had to go put the shirt back.
0: This is actually very common for Watertown, though.
1: Right. Yeah, 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 Everybody's up in their own, everybody's business.
0: It was, when, especially whenever new, but I, I dangerous to, music came Right.
1: Out. I need to preface that I had no idea what Nine Inch Nails was. I just right. knew that it must be cool because my older brother listened to them or had their CD or something.
0: Speaking of Nine Inch Nails, I got... the. Uh, my parents weren't, like, in-your-face religious in any way. It was just... They have a faith and they they enjoy it, right? And they they didn't get on anyone else's case. It was no, if you you wouldn't know they went to church unless you asked them. But there was one time where they specifically with me, I felt like we were one of those like crazy church families because my mom woke me up one morning. It was like fifth or six around the same time of your nine inch nails purchase. Yeah. She woke me up once and was like, "Come out here, come out to the living room." And it was a school morning. I remember it was like a a wintry type day. And I was thinking like, oh, it's the uh, clothesline. We we got school closed for the day. She's going to tell me that I don't have to go to school. And she said, tell me right now, do you watch MTV? And I was like, well, yeah, of course. And she goes, have you ever seen this Nine Inch Nails video? This one that's on right now, have you ever seen this? And pointed at the TV. Right. And it was Nine Inch Nails. I want to f you like an animal which you can say first, it on the podcast right it still it still has its over. <laughs> we weren't your... that churchy we were <laughs>
1: she still can't swear oh, oh my god she perfect. said have you that's ever seen
0: this and then immediately muted it and those were her words that's why i have in my head i was repeating what she said uh have you ever seen the video that says i want to f you like an animal and i was like i honestly at that time i hadn't and I was like, no, but I know what Nine Inch Nails is. My, um, I have a bunch of friends that listen to it. Why? Why would you wake me up for this? And she's like, because it's bad. Do you know what it means? Uh, and I tried to I tried to, like wiggle my way out of that conversation of telling my mom that I don't understand what it means, even though I knew it was sex, but also didn't the know. The S word. Right. The S. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the full extent of this. So I didn't know, like what all the lyrics were and understood she didn't believe me thought i fully understand it and was like never watch mtv again i believe you got it
1: blocked on your cable do i remember that no was it possible to i think that was a availability where through your cable company you could not you but i feel like i remember kid like because immediately you know you go after go to somebody's house after school and you know all the channels obviously back then Mm -hmm. uh You just go to that channel, and it would just be blocked or non-existent. Really? VH1 and MTV, common.
0: We had friends that had them blocked? Yeah.
1: Uh, I want to say Flemwads might have had a block on it. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, That's not interesting to anybody out there.
0: Mine was blocked because we didn't have money to buy cable. I don't think my parents had the initiative to block it or knew about the blocking feature. Otherwise, they probably would have, but they just ordered me, don't watch MTV anymore, and it was like... I'm not kidding, the next week, Beavis and Butthead came out. Which, for a kid who grew up on Ren and Stimpy being a little edgy, Beavis and Butthead was revolutionary for me. Worst video it's, game ever, by the way. Absolutely. Um, pointless. Can't You can't do anything in it. Uh, but the show, back to the show, was just captivating for like a preteen oh, or teenager. God. And all I wanted to do was watch it. And so I would have to watch it with the return... Or that whatever your last channel was. I'd have to pick a show oh, that it would look like something that you're me. watching. Of course. And you'd have to like return to that channel every once in a while just so you could keep up with it and be like, no, I'm watching uh Niccolo. I'm watching Global Guts. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. <laughs> um, I'm not watching Beavis and Butthead, and then you, you know, click back to the channel after they left the basement that you'd be watching whatever in. Right. And I was a pro at it. I could oh, get a I whole episode move. in. I,
1: I had that move for uh, Skin skin Stars. Scramble porn? No, it's Scramble, yes, for sure. Well, yes, Scramble, and then you Encore. Oh, uh, during uh, the, the Encore, night like encore. preview. Yeah, anything like that Peter Falk roller derby movie or whatever
0: movie. Uh, you'll need to bring me up to speed on this one, too.
1: I, I always think about it. I never take that one step to just Google Peter Falk roller derby movie. And it's just a movie where he takes a couple ladies. He's essentially their captor. And he takes them on the roller derby circuit. And they, you know, have pillow fights topless throughout the entire movie. It's Peter Falk just.
0: (laughs) Remind me again. I think I'm picturing the wrong dude. Peter Falk. Peter Falk,
1: Falk, Colombo. Oh, okay. Got you. By himself.
0: Yep, yep. And he. It's a tour of creamery rooms.
1: Yes, it's a lot of cream rooms and some roller skating. I don't know. Movies were just. I I was. We were talking about. We were just outside and we were talking about how, like YouTube, people can thrive on YouTube because any niche you want to really put your time into, if you do put as much effort into it, you will find a market. Yep. And unless you're this podcast. Um, so I was going to say like, but like the 70s, the the era of 70s movies, that was like the niche too. Like how many movies there were where it's just like, all right, roller derby,
0: circuit, The reasons to show nudity. Right, right,
1: right. right. I guess that was all the facilitator.
0: cool thing about film at that time was we're going to be slightly edgy by having more boobs in it than normal.
1: Yeah. I guess you have the Russ Meyer stuff and classic film
0: era stuff. Got released if it was, you know, that dirty, like I, 40s, 50s, 60s. No, God, no. was there? No, I mean, there was an
1: underground, the right?
0: Weird old timey porn. Yeah, you could stuff. buy like weightlifting movies, weightlifting. In quotes, <laughs> yeah, of course, of where course. Where guys would spend the majority of the film probably nude, but there wasn't stuff that was like a mainstream movie where humans would be nude in it.
1: No, I think even there was there was the same code like.
0: Even dressing too uh, scantily, yeah, was oh, absolutely. Not, I mean, there were because oh, Marilyn Monroe was that's just where like we, that we was sixty, blowing people's minds yes. that she you know, part of her dress came up, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Or Showing so much too cleavage. Much
1: that was where we uh, pin it. The woman who played Pee Wee's love interest, which is just hilarious to think of now, uh, in the movie, is the same actress. And I can't think of her name because she's actually great. Uh, who was Tom Cruise's wife or girlfriend i forget in rain man oh she played the sexy trapeze artist and she was super busty in that movie so maybe that's why your parents I remember that where was she from she was like from latvia or something
0: i wanted to say it was an italian accent
1: that she was from italy (laughs) (laughs) or latvia whatever oh my god i was watching Apple, speaking Apple. of latvia and it she, this person was from russia so let's not speak of latvia but i saw <laughs> and by the way what's going i don't the way rules and regulations work what i'm getting at is i was watching figure skating at like 11:30 last night and i saw the most majestic it was female short runs that short performance whatever not uh, that the females were of
0: small stature.
1: Well, they're little because they're figure skaters okay. with beefy legs. Of course. I, I've never, I they can't comprehend. They
0: could all take us, all of them. We talked about this during the men's figure skating that we watched three or four nights ago. Oh, yeah. How like people refer to them as like sissy or think that this sport is full of like a bunch of wimps. And all of these guys are like the, the dude who's supposed to do like 10 turns in the yeah. air or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Um, like you look at him and he's built like a professional baseball player. He could kill us.
1: These people are the most majestic, like amazing artists.
0: I was getting at a few We couldn't do their stuff standing on the ground.
1: One, I will say that, but two, Johnny Weir was doing the cast yesterday and he had the most beautiful brooch I've ever seen. He looked like Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) It was a series of brooches that made basically just a traditional necktie out of brooches, which might be the gayest thing ever. <laughs> so that—that's neither here nor there. Put a picture of it. Yes, oh. I will, and I you need to put that picture of Scott Hamill, so I can do the the editing, photoshopping to it—the okay. one where he's got the legs in the air. Gotcha. Scott <laughs> Hamill looks is the most beautiful seventies figure skater ever. Uh, what I'm getting at is multiple things. One, I was just like Johnny Weir's, like this performer. Has been working on this. She's basically. I didn't realize that. I should realize that. When they get a run, they like work on it and perfect it and present it at different. Like, I don't know if you call it nationals or qualifiers. They okay. had the same performance, and they're yeah, getting yeah. it better. And so he goes, "What's coming up here at the close is her short step, like finale, and it's a masterpiece." And I went, "Okay," and it was. It was like. Something you just can't explain it, like how intricate and how they're doing on skates and this and that, like how incredible it
0: was. I'm trying to picture is it is short step in my mind is the thing where they kinda like trot a little oops, sorry. No, you're good. Trot across the ice and then like turn around backwards and trot backwards a little bit and then they turn back forwards and then there's a big like flourishy jump at the end. There's but,
1: no jumps at the end. What it basically what, what it means is there's no like skating, there's no like sp- Beating up to a jump it just concludes with them like the next move is never watch me explain this From We're what the I least saw qualified people is... to be discussing figure skating the next move or piece of their performance happened like either two feet of skating or like one hop skidoo to the next skate <laughs> and it always ended with a spin it was beautiful but then i saw this person was, they kept saying she was from Russia, but in the corner, it wasn't the Russian flag. It just said AOR, Athletes of Russia, and then an image of the Olympic rings.
0: Because they're not allowed to... Um, you said this. You told me about this. Russia got uh, punished, penalized. They did. For something. And I can't for remember steroid what use. It, okay. And so they oh, had... Yeah, the whole scandal where they tried to hide it.
1: But so what's the difference? So then they're like, no, athletes from Russia are being allowed to... Perform they're uh, letting c- some compete
0: who who weren't part of the the scandal, scam, and but you don't get to wear like any fancy Russian out look, fancy Russian out. You don't get to wear like your you don't get to uniform. wear the, the big. You basically hat? have to wear a prison jumpsuit to perform. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's pretty and weird.
1: counterintuitive because they just un- until they announce where she was not she got like first place and they're like, so Mulvina, or well you know what that's not fair. I forget her name. It was. It was something with an M, uh, from the athletes of Russia. But during the whole performance, they're like, you know, Russian skater, this and that. So it's is like, that
0: so that a Russia, Russian, and when medal she gets total? gold,
1: they don't give her a gold there medal. You go. They just flog her with the <laughs> with a piece of American licorice because that's what they deserve. A
0: licorice rope
1: beating, <laughs> like what? What is the like? I I just I don't get like it's like here's the deal. So there was an entire doping epidemic in Russia that they caught. So it was at the top level, like literally to Putin. There's a great documentary on Netflix. I'll try and post the link on the Facebook page about how it went up to the highest level, making sure that all their athletes were good to go, which means not that all the athletes uh, had intentions of participating were cheating. It just meant if you're going to be an athlete in Russia at this level, you don't have a choice. Like No, we're not going to allow you to turn down the metabolics. That's what you do to compete because we want to be a team of winners. So I don't get where the athletes that did get to perform, were they new up-and-comers that weren't part of the program previously or what happened? Or maybe their names
0: just weren't on a file sheet so they eked by. Well, I've got to to think there's at least several events where taking steroids is not going to improve your performance. Like having a You know, they always talk about you can put on muscle and you can, um, the the effects of steroids are, yeah, there's increased performance in in certain ways, but one of them specifically is not endurance. It takes a toll on your internal organs and your heart. And you would think if you're the guy. Wait,
1: how does that, I got to play devil's advocate. How would that work for like the most endurance heavy sport of cycling? That's because there's blood doping and other things that were... Yeah, I want to say that it was you, more right? than just
0: steroids, right? I think so. But if you're the guy who's doing like archery, you don't necessarily need to look yoked and Cocaine. be able to... What's that? Cocaine for focus. <laughs> True. Yeah. There's all sorts of alternative things, but if it was steroids, wouldn't they... I don't know. I'm, I'm not qualified to discuss it at all, but why would, why would that person need... I'm still itching my it was, leg. <laughs> uh, it's gonna get raw and I, fall off. I can see it.
1: Uh,
0: um, olympics, Archery,
1: Olympics,
0: licorice ropes,
1: figure skating. Oh, you were trading. You were going under the table trading food for booze
0: yesterday. Oh no! I specifically. So, yeah we've we've discussed how we were.
1: Slip it into beverage talk. This is soda yeah. jerks.
0: Well, yeah, we should discuss a beverage at some point in this podcast. But we were working in a festival uh, out on the vineyard, and uh, there's kind of an unwritten rule, I think, from past festivals where some of the vendors that are there uh, would just come up to your booth and want to either trade you something, right, or well, just get a discounted. Yeah,
1: let me. nobody's... Um, Nobody who has ever worked in the restaurant or food or festival business isn't aware of the tip for tat. Like sure. Casey and I used to give a guy at uh, the building we used to work at at 52nd and I hijacked you. But like on the west side, we would give him one raspberry lemonade. That's all it took <laughs> for him to turn a blind eye for Casey and I to get blind drunk just sitting on a busy Manhattan sidewalk in front of a essentially a skyscraper that had a hot dog stand in it and he was just like i ain't seen nothing just because we came that wasn't his voice <laughs> just because we came a, a strawberry lemonade uh so anyways that's the tip for tap but but if you have any morals and especially if you're working for
0: a friend or a brother or, or a relative in or, the world yeah literally are like trying to have a profitable event and want to include you on it it, after seeing other people who had worked at the event trade away goods that they had not purchased right. for goods that they would not move. purchase, it begins to just grate on you. And I yeah. finally, yesterday, was just like, be the person that puts your foot down on this and says, I'm not doing it. It's not. I'm not going to trade away the profits. Just Yeah, of course. I, I, I'll go buy your thing if I want it. I, I would love to patronize your booth, too, or whatever it is. Rather than trade away something to get a nasty cup full of macro, barbecued beef mac, macaroni and cheese that had been dropped in the mud, I'm not joking at we all. You should have taken a picture. I should have the edge of this cup. There was it was a pretty rainy day,
1: but yeah, you should set up. It wasn't it wasn't like you were like yeah maybe later, and you you put your foot down early in the day like yeah ah, I'm not uh, I'm not doing trades, but it right. didn't didn't uh, stop this hearty. And to local. be fair,
0: the, uh, from what I understand now, the, the people that were wanting to trade, it, they had been established that that was the way things operate in the past. So I don't blame them for wanting to be like, hey, let's let's make a trade. I'd love to try some of this beer. And, you know, you can have some of my food. That That's what they've been doing. So I probably looked like the stranger, totally out of place, that was like, I'm not doing that crap. <laughs> <to get laughs> yeah, you're the, the square. yeah, In many ways. But the this guy came over early in the day and kind of confused me for someone else and was like, Hey, thanks for taking care of me at this other event. I'm really glad you guys gave us some beers or whatever must have happened at this other event at another property in town. And I was like, Oh no, I'm not. I actually work for here. I don't work for them. I'm, I can't do that. We, we bought the beer from them. Mm -hmm. So we're going to serve it here. Um, So I, I probably, I can't trade you anything today. Like uh, people are going to have to buy it. And I kept using the words, we're selling it. People buy it over and over as kind of ways to get around, just flat out saying, I'm not giving you anything, Jerk, Because he wasn't, uh. at face value, seemed like a super nice dude. Right. He's just used to a different system. And when he came back, he presented this dirty cup full of weird food and said, I was wondering if I could <laughs> trade this this one solo cup full of nacho meat and Craft macaroni and cheese for like eight beers or something right. ridiculous, and I was just like, "It's not happening. No, not even. We're not even selling anything right now. But I'm just not giving it away for and free." And
1: you side-eyed him. You you blindsided him too. Did I? He, well, because well, you were there like, to witness it. You right. Evaluate and I it better will, than anyone. I should set this up too. I'll, I'll I'll go one beyond after this transaction transpired. So he's was pretty confident. He's like, <whistles> plops down his fare thinking we could do a trade for, I don't know, for those uh, tabletop brews, tabletop alpines. And you're like, no, it's not going to happen. And he goes, oh, well, you can still have the
0: food. You Meanwhile, he's know.
1: trying to poison you. He pushes it forward, like kind of like a kid that had like.
0: I don't think he noticed it was dirty.
1: Yeah, right, right. He's not
0: listening. You, you can right. put it out. It's a better story. But once I said you no, know, he like rubbed some smudge on it or right. something.
1: Right, so, and he goes like. Well, I guess then he looks at the price because like, he's like, oh, my God, I don't have money for this. And he's like, Oh, what are they, six bucks? Puts in his pocket. Maybe I'll take two. Oh, I only have a card. And you're like, we take cards. What am I pouring you, two brews? <laughs> and then dude. I didn't even think of this until now. While you're doing that or right after you're doing that, and if maybe you had your back turned because after you spent all this time putting your foot down, and after I just set this up in the pod, a guy came and he's like, can I get one of those beers Yeah, i have been on the – stage playing with the band. And I poured him a beer, six bucks, and I go, you know, I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of the macaroni, dude? I don't think he was still there, but in retrospect, it was in front of you and everybody else that had put their foot down, but the we were having problems with the taps, and so we kind of had a steady line, and then so I just kept pouring beers, so we were ready to go. I'm trying to get it So ahead. I had three on the side, and just in front, I went, have two, and he was even perplexed. He's like, so which one am I taking? I was like, both? You give me two two beers?
0: I just I just, come back. Uh, I just made an enemy for life out of Siri and he was when he set that the the dude who wanted to trade, when he set the cup down and walked away, having still left his food there, he like hung his head. He was so dejected and just felt you could tell he felt bad that like Because he probably he had convinced
1: his boss, like, Don't worry, man, I can make it happen.
0: Right. He probably Ugh. had his
1: fingers broken. He's like I gave you this mac and cheese.
0: You said you'd make it done. A nice person. A, oh, geez Whatever. I did recognize that he looked like a good dude, and had I been a nicer person, I would have just been like, buy him four beers. You've got tip money sitting right in front. Just buy him uh, the beers. And i can making me sick by saying that. That's too nice. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> That's too nice. Ah, uh, but now he's probably got my name on a wall. And, but, I, Some but in
1: retrospect, because then you did notice the smudge, and now as you say, this is like the dirt on the side, and we were laughing about it, because we're like, he was probably looking at us from a distance, because not only did we not give him the beer, we all held up his food in the center of us, and we were all cackling about it, and he wouldn't have known what the cackle was. <laughs> so not only it was, it was did you well, not make I've, the trade, you ridicule his fare. I hope that's not true.
0: That was, But we only noticed the smudge until like 20 minutes later when we were commenting how we had let it go cold. We didn't even give it to someone else who commented on like... We threw it in the
1: garbage. Looks like like a a nice
0: bowl of chili you got there. Is that for sale? Another guy asked if it was for sale. (laughs) And we said, no, it's not for sale. It's going in the garbage. And then I noticed afterwards there was a smudge on it. We didn't even use his or give his food to someone else. Like, oh, you think it looks nice? You can have it, man. None of us are going to eat it. We're it's just too busy around here go ahead and take it we could have we oh, this guy gave us like five opportunities to be a nice person and we snubbed them all that, we i'm co-opting all of you guys that were helping me serve into this madness
1: that's like uh that's kind of that reminds me of the old biblical parable where the guy's like drowning and he's like uh, he's on his roof and the water's rising and uh and we the did a beer server st- steps on his head
0: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> to get across so the guy's on the roof and he's like god i need help the water's rising and then a guy swims over and he's like hop on my back i'll swim you away to safety he's like nah hey i prayed god's coming and then a guy comes by on a canoe and he's like hop in he's like, god's got it and another guy comes by. I don't think I'm doing the story justice. Another guy comes by on a bigger boat,
0: <laughs> on a yacht,
1: on a yacht, and he says, "Hop on."
0: And it says like Jesus number one. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's like, "No, I got it." And then he dies and goes to heaven. He's like, "God, why have you where forsaken were you me?" He's like, "Well, you didn't give, you didn't eat that nerd's cup of chili, <laughs> so you're going to hell."
0: <laughs> I had so many chances. Ugh. And we, yeah, we could have just bought him the beers and made a friend for life. He would have, st- of like the number of people after we didn't, we lost our rush in business and people just stand around and hang out and talk and shoot the breeze, which is one of the most fun things about working out there is people just are so comfortable. This is maybe the other side of what I was just saying, like people yeah. are comfortable talking to us. They would just hang out while we're serving and talk to us he probably would have stayed around and like enjoyed his own chili and his beer. We would have made a friend. And, no,
1: get out of here, man. And we lost more beer. By the way, as he's still watching us laughing over his food, he sees the loose spigot we had just slowly blows in the breeze, and we would lose a gallon of beer. <laughs> and not only that, when pour on we pour the beers, we had a bucket of just like like, mm, this one doesn't quite look right. Just pour the foam out into the bucket. That's pretty standard procedure, by the way. I saw your beer eyes look at me like, No, Hans, I, it was me remembering the saddest
0: story I've ever been a part of. A kid in grade school. We went, Hans and I both went to some, they weren't like elite neighborhoods. Elite grade schools. Not a lot of rich people. Not a ton of like poverty level people, but nobody was too rich, right? There were a couple, couple kids. A couple too
1: rich kids? You're talking Skyline drivers? Yeah, a couple Skyliners. Yeah, But it was but good to Grant have Miss Friends. we didn't have any Richies. What was, it, what was had a higher a couple, tier, Millette or Grant? Had a couple that I know lived we both out got, at the got lake. stepped on the neck by Lincoln. <laughs> but uh, Grant or Millette. I'm just trying to think who had the most dirties. I feel like Grant had the most amount of kids with tattoos by the fourth <laughs> grade.
0: <laughs> we did. That's not a joke. We f- did oh, have kids. But yeah, we did have There was a kid that transferred to the school for like nine weeks that was just from a rougher uh, community up north and he definitely had a tattoo on his hand right in where your thumb and forefinger meet of that cross with like a a diamond in between each area of the cross (laughs) whatever gang symbol that is it's it's definitely a gang and his family was affiliated but he the poverty prison gang (laughs) anyways so back to the story with The saddest thing, what you just reminded me of, the look I gave you was I remembered a kid who saw the pour bucket at another event, but it was at school, um, for milk. If someone didn't finish Don't. their milk, yes, I remember. they'd you pour had it into it a out, bucket put it rather garbage, than put it in the garbage and yeah. carry a sopping mess of a garbage bag. For out.
1: us, it was always because we put their rotten food that they served us in the milk cartons to hide it that's oh. true they would do they would have to for a while that became I, so rampant true.
0: they would have to open the milks and check our milks oh that makes so much more the sense dog
1: food they fed us
0: so a kid in front of me in the line it was our school secretary that was in charge of like the dump line that day and <laughs> the kid in front of me had a revelation can
1: you imagine sorry pin it can you imagine going for your job and you get it and you're like oh secretary all right i'm in the managerial section of of a school, not not a bad career, and they're like, Tuesdays you're the dump line, Susan. <laughs> what does that mean? You make sure these sad kids don't hide peas in their milk bucket. Ugh. Go ahead. I pinned yeah, yeah. You.
0: I pinned you. No, that that's just another entirely sad story too. But the so the kid in front of me, he has a revelation um, as to why they're pouring the milk in the dump bucket. And in his in his mind, Excuse me. In his mind he goes, uh, oh, I get it. So this is when we don't finish it, they put it all in this bucket and then they repackage it into milks for tomorrow's lunch because where he was raised, you would never do anything so stupid as to waste." Yeah, that's a, crazy. A, a half of a ounce of milk like He's that. He's
1: probably not wrong. They probably didn't <laughs> repackage it into Milk
0: cartons, but they they made mac and and cheese with
1: it. it. (laughs) They made a nice sauce,
0: a cream sauce. I heard the weirdest story about our um, district school lunch program that like, it would have been about the time that you and I were in middle school, whoever it was, I don't, and please don't, if anyone knows if this is true or not, I don't want to hear it, Um, but (laughs) someone that was in charge, a lady that was in charge of purchases for the school lunch program, had the opportunity to get a deal on frozen um, vegetables uh-huh. and was like, "Oh, these will keep. This is this is a win for us. I save the school money. Maybe I get a little kickback for making such back a, for a smart me, frozen vegetable." So she buys buns. like five or seven years worth of frozen <laughs> peas, carrots, and green oh beans um, because they have the room to store them. And but they don't have any idea of what they're going to do with all of that, other than scoop a handful of it onto each tray right, a little veg all for everybody and have everyone just decide after the first year of it yep that's the thing I'm throwing away every year her solution was we're going to put it in orange jello twice a week do you remember eating jello with vegetables in it
1: oh man I spent all my lunch money on Winston's <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was a thing for like five years in school, and then when I mean, it got out I've of,
1: heard of vegetables in Jello. I remember us joking about it. That's yeah.
0: probably the origin of it. They were there were steamed vegetables that were put in orange Jello, and it was because at the end of her, she bought them towards the end of her career and passed that off onto someone else. Like, yeah, good luck figuring out what to do with seven years worth of frozen vegetables. <laughs> and the solution was we'll trick them into eating them by putting them in orange Jello. And so for twice a week for like. It was basically our eighth grade until we graduated. They put frozen. Ugh. I think just, wow, I
1: sound like I'm running for school president. <laughs> Ban <Banned> school lunches. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, there's no need to feed kids in school. Oh, yeah? I don't think so. Is that a rough stance?
0: I, it's pretty difficult. I. From what I understand, a lot of kids don't eat unless they eat at school. Well, oh. Yeah.
1: Well, then feed them
0: properly. Sure. I,
1: I don't isn't Spend there, the extra money to get something. Well, no. Isn't there evidence out there that you can do it for less money if you... If you buy seven years
0: worth of vegetables at the time.
1: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, but when you freeze a vegetable, and don't quote me...
0: Loses its nutrients, right? All of it, right? It's basically inner... Cardboard. It's safe to eat. Yes. That's the It fills your stomach. Bare minimum.
1: <laughs> but I think freezing it has to do something negative to it.
0: Oh yeah, it's well. I know it affects the taste for sure. <laughs> Nobody I know was eating it, even kids that were just deadly hungry. Were <laughs> yeah, not even touching that jello. we were back into the milk carton for sure. I mean, I was pretty hungry too, <laughs> but not. But I didn't, I wasn't starving. Cinnamon roll day eh? uh. with the chili. And the eat. cube of cheese. Yep. I'd I still can't... eat a school chili if you put it in front of me right now.
1: Were you pro cinnamon roll or pro cheese cube? A Pro both. Why would I not? Well, I'm just saying, I recall my scam was to, I was going to forfeit the cinnamon roll. Really? And i just trade pieces away for bricks of cheese.
0: We ate chunks like you for breakfast at Grant, <laughs> buddy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So I just end up with basically just a cheese. And that was, I don't know what that cheese, I could pick it out of a lineup today. It was so bizarre and the way it melted. I mean, it was probably like the vegan cheese yeah, you were talking absolutely. about. Absolutely. 90% It didn't light.
0: melt. It just turned into a, Rubber. a less substantive ball of right. cheese or brick. But it was you could bury it at the bottom of the what chili and it still stayed a brick. I uh, swear.
1: What effing
0: maniac.
1: Who, like, what, how do you come up with the combination of cinnamon roll chili, other than I just realized that they both start with C's, so they're probably both close together on their inventory
0: order. I often wondered that as a kid, but now as an adult, you said it in front of me, I'm good to go. I'll eat both of them and be glad for it. (laughs) I don't know why. Maybe it's a, purely it's an adult thing, because a lot of the time you would just push the bowl of chili to the side. Right. Double down on that. Cinnamon roll. But
1: how did the two get... I don't know. Like a traditional lunch of chili and cinnamon roll? Like, how does it... Because it was a thing in Watertown. Like, if you ask anybody within 10 years of our age, and you just say, chili, cinnamon roll. They go, oh, yeah, school lunches. School? Last
0: Friday of every yep. month. But did it ever... Did anyone's family ever go, hey, it's chili and cinnamon roll night? <laughs> I hope not. Not one person <laughs> can say that because they probably got enough of it at school.
1: Right. But... Yeah, I don't think adults knew. I mean, I think... Yeah, I'm going to just sound like a snob. Like I think if my kid came home and showed me their menu for the next month of lunches and it was the same menu I had, I would go, oh, absolutely not. You're not eating that insanity food. No. You're not coming home to see me. Like My parents had to deal with me on hopped up cinnamon roll chili.
0: This is probably... I'm not going to attribute it to all of our bad behavior, but a good portion of it had to do with what both our parents and our schools didn't know about nutrition. Like, we had so much access to sugary stuff that was just hidden in what would be normal foods and walked around school and at home all day on the equivalent of, like, a children's speedball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I had, I felt... The mood swings. I Like, you know they happened when you crashed from sugar and you I couldn't explain it. I was crashed
1: this morning because uh, a friend out here knows I love soda. Uh, so he brought me, and I was watching the door at the festival yesterday or the gate as cars came in. He brought me, nicest guy ever, a cooler full of soda. And I looked at him and went, I'm, I can't just drink a cooler full of soda. I'm too old to do that now. One Mountain Dew, one Dr. Pepper, one Mellow Yellow, and one Sprite
0: later. You did I came it all in the empty
1: cooler <laughs> and this morning i felt like i was run oh, over that just by a made train me sweat. yeah i
0: need to take insulin just thinking about that scenario
1: so everybody there was a party after the festival liquor cabinets open beer just as much beer as you can drink and i think i was the one who woke up the most hungover because as a 30 something year old knowledgeable adult you're just not supposed to drink i had a couple cokes back at the house (laughs) you're not supposed to drink that much soda anymore
0: you asked me specifically if coke zero was it you're drinking coke zero i was today so i didn't learn my lesson i was hair of the dog in it. if that was as bad for you and it was like that'll strip paint off your walls yeah Yeah, it's a a nightmare on your insides but whatever i'm i'm drinking alcohol and that's no better for you right
1: i'm drinking coffee with brown sugar in it because i
0: didn't want to work hard enough to find regular sugar
1: (laughs) But speaking of, we end. We could end it on a soda jerk. We're talking sodas, so was that an hour? Was it? That's how we end up. Do you not listen to the podcast? That's you never do hour. get to I the do. end.
0: <laughs> get... I, I, I was pitching it back to you so you could say that's an hour. I just said it. No, you said was that an hour? You asked it to me like a question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I, I could have misin. Well, we botched the end. You want to just shake hands again and finish it off? (laughs) The greatest
1: adventure.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Speaking of weird songs that we have listened to this week.
1: Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about John Nicol Thor.
0: I want to add so badly that the part of the I Am Thor documentary that everyone seems to have missed (laughs) <laughs> when th- I, And I took your recommendation. You and Casey were talking about it. I'm like, it sounds great. I need to watch it. I I'm immediately quit the podcast and went and watched it. And I think then finished the rest of the podcast, but was blown away by one, one part specifically where uh, John Micklethor is doing a promotional video for the news, which you... It sounds like artists would do in every town they visit right? uh, that would allow them. If the news wants to interview you, you're like, yeah, I'd love to be out there. Sure. We'll do whatever you want to be on the news. And clearly they were just like, we know who we've got on our hands. (laughs) Right. So they made him uh, enter the boxing ring with his, was it his bassist? Another member of his band. And pretend to fight. And it was a charitable thing. And they were like promoing the fight. And... As discussed earlier, he wears a bunch of weird stuff in that movie, but he must not have had any uh, anything to wear on his head that was close to what would be boxing headgear. So he just puts on Anakin Skywalker's pod racing helmet from episode one. Oh, I amazing. paused the movie and maybe laughed for five minutes did straight. Did you take your own screenshot with I did. your phone? I did. That's I'll I send it to you. You, you can put it, it up. Way.
1: That and, and the Scott Hamill. And the part you also reminded me of... Is that he lost his job at a strip club because a guy, not nearly as fit as him, but with a, a big dingle. A guy who was just shamed home
0: him with a legit dad bod before they exist just came in and everyone that was expecting, uh, what was it, nude servers? Right. Was just like, I don't want that guy serving me anymore. He's too small. <laughs> Stir it
1: for me. Um.
0: And the riff tracks. Got to recommend. Yeah, I
1: got to re-recommend that. It's spicier than I remember. What was the name got of it, some though? action.
0: Rock and Roll Nightmare. Rock and Roll Nightmare. We watched that uh Which is an amazing
1: night. title. I'm amazed they got the title.
0: But it is one of the riff tracks, I will say, that the actual movie is so bad. There are parts of It's that, hard to get that through. Bit, we commented specifically on the three-minute shots of it's them walking so from like, the they van to it, yeah. out to a lake where someone... Had to have gone to John Micklethorne and just been like, hey, so the movie's 19 minutes yeah. long. What should we yeah. do? Oh, yeah. And it's all a music video for you. we well, add in another three-minute shot of us walking from the house to the van. Sure. We've got one of those. Well, what about the shot of us walking from the van to the lake? We've got one of those, too.
1: What about us walking a little bit next to the lake?
0: <laughs> or what about another five-minute segment of him and his girlfriend showering to creepy music? Like they're going to be so murdered, yeah. but then they don't get murdered. Like, I, part of me always wants to, with those riff tracks, watch a movie that's uh, not narrated as well. Watch the original yeah. version of it. But this one, it would be impossible. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty tough. be pretty tough. Oof. But the narrated version is definitely <laughs> funny. Definitely funny.
1: Yeah, I don't want to spoil it because we had a revelation at the end that both you and, well, I guess I did because you and Meg were watching for the first time. And I was like, Oh my god, you're right. Sixth sensey in a nonsensical way.
0: Spoil it. I don't care. Spoil it. <laughs> no, now.
1: I don't know. No, no. no way, Bub. Or <laughs> Bail or Bell's regag that they called In Greece the best monologue. Get out
0: of here, Bob. You're not gonna take me, devil. I'm from Canada, Bob. Why should
1: I call you Bael? <laughs> just like somebody that he is... just
0: keeps renaming the demon he's fighting oh, he loves to that prove monologue. that he knows yeah, who he so is smart yeah i duped you into coming here bob <laughs> now it's your day i know remember this one though. bob, Bye, bob. And then he just javeling a pole that he found in the ground at him oh god
1: yes oh my god oh well, there it is
0: that's an hour that's definitely an hour another soda jerks <laughs> where we didn't talk an iota about soda
1: we pit- titched it at the end, because we missed a
0: word. <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. A little soda jerks
1: for you guys, and by that, I mean, we talked very little soda, but it was fun. Thanks, Verno, for coming on the pod and doing that. We love you. Nothing you can do about it. Uh, if you're digging the podcast, remember rate review, the more you do on iTunes, the more people, f- Ugh, this, I'm so tired. This just sounds forced, but it's not. Um, yeah. Rate review, anything you can do for us on iTunes. If you like the pod, uh, really helps other people to find it. And with that, here's a coldie tag. That was broad. Cause I don't know what it's going to be. And not abroad as spicy, broad as open. And that's not spicy. <laughs> Imagine, I leave that to your imagination of how that could possibly be spicy. Oh man. Rise, rise, my Join me in the world of the living. In the
0: Destroy this human interloper. Ride and this humans our home. and <laughs> I'm wasting my time, bub. This is incredible. It is almost no fun to kill one so stupid as to not know who it is that slays him. You are in my domain, and I will kill you as I have killed your pitiful friends. Ah, you've killed no one, bub. What? Or is it less familiar to call you Elzebub? Or you or Abaden, or as the Hindus called you, Shaitan, or as you were known to answer to Eremen, Belial, Apollyon, Asmodeus. You see, I do know you. your oh, woman, the others, your band, your groupies. What of them? Never hear, bub. Merely shadows I created to entertain your little friends. Juicy little souls to bring you out into the open. Just characters I drew from horror movies. Horror movies. horror movies. horror movies. Yes! That's where I saw that nerdy bass player before. Yes. And the one with the guy with the hockey mask. I've been here all alone. Can't you see that now?